Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The following production is brought to you by The Talkin' Buds Leave Show. Here we go. This is the Talkin' Buds Leaf Show. Six days since our last episode. I think it is important that we start on the most positive note that we possibly can. Most positive storyline in all of Leafs Nation right now. And that is Ilya Samsonov. Back-to-back wins in Seattle and then coming home with... His best performance, maybe of his Leaf career. Maybe of his career. Against the Winnipeg Jets. It's, I'm not going to sit here and say we're out of the woods yet with Samsonov, but I am going to say it is extremely encouraging and very good news for them when you look at the way Martin Jones was trending, largely because Sheldon Keefe rode the guy into the ground. That Samsonov seems to be rounding back into form here. And maybe at some point as we progress into February, they can get the goaltending tandem that they envisioned when the year started, which is Samsonov and Wall. Yeah, just wait two weeks, though. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, 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 I think, I think people are sick of talking about certain things about this team. So when there is a positive story, especially goaltending related, it's it's very exciting and it's it's low-hanging fruit in terms of talking why we're starting off with it, but I don't know, man, just wait. If goaltending's hilarious, it's, it's, it's like, it's like when an NFL team has one good week and then the next day the media comes out and they're talking about how great this team is. That's what it is with goaltending. This guy's had probably the best performance he's ever had in his career, but I mean, wait, wait two weeks when, when he doesn't play as well. And then it's just like, it's just gone in a flash. Well, I think it's, compounded by the fact that the entire team was exceptionally fucking awful in the first two periods specifically against the Winnipeg Jets and he kept them in he, no, he, he, was, he won was them fantastic. that game no I don't want I don't want to bad I'm not bad mouthing him at all I just think it's funny how yes it, just one good game turns. and now it's like every team in the league needs to give their goalies a week off because look what happened well, when they gave him a true. week off look at Jack Campbell like Jack Campbell hasn't been able to return to form I think but, this is a guy he just he he clearly needed some time away. He spoke about having like a heart to heart man talk with his dad. And I think he's looking at it and said, this is my career on the line here. And what I've said about goaltending with respect to the Maple Leafs is they don't need an all-star goalie. They just need a guy who can make the saves. I think every team is looking for that. Yes. Every, every team in the league is looking for a guy to, to give them average goaltending. But, um, I mean, in terms of in terms of the narrative of him just like looking himself in the mirror and getting a talk from his dad, and this is your career, and you gotta you gotta figure it out. But at the end of the day, it was just about him being in a better position to stop a puck, stop stop moving it around in his net so much. Yes. Like just yeah, there's, there's when a... you settle down in the net and you put yourself in a better position to make a save, then you're gonna have more success. 
Yeah, there's a huge difference in him when he's playing well versus when he's not. He's a lot. And that's all goaltending. Like when a goalie is confident and he's playing well, they're calm and they track pucks and they don't swim around their crease. I thought it, I thought Luke Fox made a really good point. Um, I heard him on the radio and he said that, and it's it's very true. I never thought about it like this. Is that they were goaltending though? You're not a hundred percent confident in what's going on. They've been like pretty lucky this year. Yeah, I mean. Samsonov came out of the gate. He was awful. Wall came in, played very well. He got injured. Samsonov was awful again. Jones stepped in, was really great. And now, I don't know if, if Sheldon Keefe ran him into the ground, but he just he's just coming up on that expiry date. of I don't think he can play as well as he was playing for the rest of the season. And then as soon as he starts to tail off, Samsonov comes back from his hiatus, and he seems to be kind of... He could, he could run with it right now. So, I mean, you're not 100% confident in what they have in their net, but they, they've been pretty lucky with guys kind of stepping up for each other when through injury or through bad times. I want to talk about um, the Winnipeg Jets game specifically and just this team defensively and the way they play. And this is going to be all-encompassing. We're going to talk about the power play. Oh, God. We're going to talk about... for that. Yeah, we're going to talk about... The 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 hottest topic in Leaf Nation right now, right now, which I think is should they be buyers or sellers going into the deadline? I I am the number one fire Sheldon Keefe guy on earth. I've said it forever. I genuinely felt bad for the guy. On Wednesday against the Winnipeg Jets. Totally agree. They, It's not his fault that these guys decide to play like absolute losers. It's just inexcusable. It's, it's like, I don't understand. You're all professional hockey players. How have all of them forgotten to handle a puck in their own zone? All, like, it's just... Anytime it gets on anyone's stick, it's it's a it's a little stupid flick pass up the middle or along the boards that it most of the time ends up in a turnover. There's just no structure to their to their game, particularly in the defensive zone. In the offensive zone, it, we're back to this one and done. There's no sustained pressure. And I don't think it's Sheldon Keefe's fault that these guys just decide like it's not his fault that William Nylander got the bag and has decided to just pack it in since getting paid. It's not his fault that Mitch Marner just decides some nights he's going to play on the periphery. It's not his fault that John Tavares and TJ Brody have just fallen off a cliff. But, but, Brendan Shanahan, how much more do you need to see to tell you that this team needs a shakeup and a vibe change in the worst way. Like I've got to the point now where I don't think, like I said, I don't think the play against Winnipeg was entirely Sheldon Keefe's fault, but I do think this team's whole mojo and vibe and complete inability to play consistent hockey. It's just screaming, make the change, make the change, make the change. It just, it's like I, I said it last week, it jumps off your screen. I, I was on here a couple of weeks ago saying signing Nylander that deal kind of is what it is. And then I woke up last night and I, I 
it was a nightmare. I just I, I I had visions of me saying that, and then I just wish I can go back in time and slap myself in the face and kind of take it more seriously. Like they just signed this guy to an eleven million dollar contract, and 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 you're watching him, and it's it's like this guy's a great player. He's having a great year, and I think this can kind of lead into the power play discussion. I mean, you have $55 million on the ice and you're one for your last 20. Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's a fucking joke, yeah, man. It's inexcusable. The power play is such a, a, a window into what ails this leaf team. That's all the money is on the ice during the power play. And they can't get it done. It's so slow. They, they don't like, they're all out there. They're all trying to make the the prettiest pass. They're all trying to force it. Bing, bang, bong, bong. They don't move it with any authority. They don't move it with any confidence. Like, Riley gets it. He circles around. He passes it over to Nylander, who kind of looks around. He passes it over to Marnu, who kind of looks around. He passes it over to Matthews, who may shoot or may also look around. You've got Tavares, who is standing, who's just, I... I don't know what to even say about John Tavares at this point, but it's like, it's just such a window into how these guys want to play hockey. Yeah. And if you watch the effective power plays in the league, it's speed, authority, confidence, shoot. It's not circling back when the puck comes out. How many times I, since we started doing this podcast and we commit to watching 82 hockey games, the way you watch kind of changes, right? Like I don't really live or die with nightly wins or losses anymore. I'm kind of cerebral and cerebral and stoic when I watch the games. But I got to tell you, man, I am going to take my remote control and I am going to whip it through the television. If I got to watch another circle back to their own they, blue they line, forever. a back pass, and then they come up to the opposing blue line, and it's it's this little, it's this sketchy little like flip pass to get it over the defender to the guy. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It's just it's just such a window into who's on the ice and how they want to play hockey. Yeah, I mean. I, I didn't. I didn't want to come here and and be and be negative because I thought that that was that was a big win for them, regardless of how they got it. But I, I, I'm sorry, you have when when you are paid the way these guys are paid. Like I'm, I'm kind of. I woke up this morning and I'm just sick of making excuses and and adjusting expectations for people who 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 want to get paid like they're the best. Like so, basically, what you're telling me is you have you five. Like look at the other players in the league who make the kind of money they make. I, I just, it's so unacceptable. This is, this is, these guys are, are, they can't score on the power play. I thought you were supposed to be the best players in the world. I thought you were supposed to be the most skilled group of guys in the league. And you can't, you can't pot a power play goal. Brendan Shanahan has allowed the culture of this organization to get to a point where these guys are allowed to run amok as much as they want. I saw the New York Islanders out of the blue hire Patrick Waugh. Okay, you watch the video of him running his first practice, and he is up and down the ice, banging his stick, move faster, skate harder. Mitch Marner would leave the ice in tears. Yeah, he would leave the ice in tears if that, if 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 that's what happened here, and that's the culture that Brendan Shanahan has has fostered and has allowed here, and that's where the inconsistency comes, night after night. There there, there was a clip last night of Guy Boucher. With the board showing something to William Nylander. Nylander's not even looking at him. He's not even looking at him. He's looking out. Like, the, it's just the vibe. It, The vibe is so 
it's it's just not good. It's not a good vibe. Yeah, and it's, and when things start to go bad, it's your 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 brain just takes a turn to the worst. Yeah, like you're watching that first period, and you're just so dumbfounded. Yeah. You're like, what is what is this? And I don't want to fucking hear like, oh, back off a road trip. Your last game was on Sunday. It's Wednesday. You've had two days to get back here and get your shit together. Why aren't you ready to play? Why aren't you ready to play? It's it's the whole the whole vibe. Nikki Robertson goes out last night, gets 17 minutes for the first time ever, plays really well, gets a secondary assist on the overtime goal. It took Sheldon Keefe, the guy benches the top power play unit. Which I which I was in favor of. The only reason he's doing that is because he's coaching for his fucking life. He would have never he would never do that if yeah. he wasn't in the position he's in right now, which is my job is on the line. So he finally does it and he gives these guys I've been sitting here banging my fist on this desk all year. Give some of these other guys a fucking chance. And he does it, and Nick Robertson is very effective. Max Domi can be more effective if he plays more than 90 minutes a night. John Tavares is fucking awful right now. Get his ass off power play one and stick Tyler Bertuzzi in front of the net on power play one. And you want to see Tyler Bertuzzi's points skyrocket? Everyone, oh, he's making five and a half million, and he's it's, his point production's not very good. And that is... Yes, that is partially his fault. To your point, he's he's had top six minutes all yeah, year. It's, yeah. But John Tavares is awful. He's awful. Get him off the power play and put Tyler Bertuzzi in front of the net. See I what mean, happens. Yeah. I mean, with Bertuzzi, I, I've been ragging on him not because of point production. It's just I, I just don't. I just think he could offer more on a shift by shift basis. But yeah, it's just I, I'm. And, vibes, and, and, and then the, the guy, the, the nice guy who, who, who's on the intermission for Sportsnet. I can't remember his name, but he was, he was sitting there and they were critiquing and he was like, you know, I don't know if this is the best time to bench your best guys. And it's like, yeah, no, it, no, it's right now. It's right. And I know you're right. He's coaching for his life. So he's going to make decisions that he wouldn't normally make. And then, and him, Dubis, um, Shanahan, they've let the inmates run the asylum and you could see it. That The perfect example of. Someone's drawing up a play on the on the bench, and Nylander's not even looking at them. They're out there for the entire two minutes of the power they play. They, they give up a a two on o. They call they, their own shot. They, they can't they can't get the puck in the o zone with any sort of authority. They can't convert. They can't score. But yet they're like it's just it's it's the, the narrative is just still the same. Like it's just it doesn't work. It's not working. It's it doesn't it doesn't work. Because, like, there, there's two reasons. There's the reason that us and every other show has talked about ad nauseum, which is you have too much money committed to these guys, yada, yada, yada. And then there's, like I keep saying, the vibes. That's my theme today, the vibes. Like, it's like you need somebody else in here. Sheldon has got to go, and you need to bring somebody else in here that's just going to say enough. Like, I'm not sticking you guys out there every other shift. Yeah. What the fuck do these guys have to worry about? What do they have to worry about? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I Nothing. Know. Like, what does William Nylander have to worry about? He's got his bag. Keith's going to keep sticking him out there all the time. He's going to get his chances. What does he have to... Why does he have to listen to Guy Boucher? He doesn't. He doesn't. And this is the culture that you, Brendan Shanahan, have allowed to develop here. But, they, they, but they're, they're not even getting it. They just don't get it done, no. though. Like, and it's, I know, and that's I know just acceptable. Matthews is on his way to scoring 65 goals, which is so fun to watch. Like, I'm having a great time watching this guy set the league on fire with putting the puck in the net, but it does. It doesn't, 
it doesn't make me feel better about just knowing that they just can't get it done against teams that supposedly have less skill than them. But guess what? They work harder than you. They actually convert on their chance. Like, what am I? I'm watching $55 million on the ice and they can't score no, on a power score. play. No, I thought you were can't. the be- I thought you were the best players in the world. You, you you act like you're you're some of the best players in the world, but you don't play like it. No. You can't convert on a power play. Well, we know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you can score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with the code THPN. New customers bet just 5 bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut... Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG. Dot com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024. All rights reserved. Well, this comes to like, come this comes to the main topic of today's episode, and I think the hottest topic in the fan base right right now is should they be buyers or sellers? Okay, and I think on the one side. Here, let me just explain the two sides. On the one side, you've got the people who are like, no. And I think you and I reside on this side. No, this team is not good enough. You're not going to trade an asset. What little assets you have to bring in a, a, like a, a player that will be no better than anyone you have currently. It'll be a depth pickup at best. So why why are we going to do that? We know this team's not good enough. It is what it is. But then there's the other people who sit there and go, Austin Matthews is on pace for 60 plus goal this 60 plus goals this year and you're going to look that guy in the eye and say we're not going to do everything we can to help you win. Yes, because we've done it in the past and you haven't been able to do it. And I would like I'm not a big um give myself credit guy, but I was so far ahead of the curve in terms of Maybe they maybe they just know they're not good enough. I've been saying that for months. We, the Talking Buds Leaf show has sat here since November and said this team's not good enough, and they're they not going to make moves exactly. because they're not good enough. And exactly. I, and yeah, you look at Austin Matthews in the face and you go, buddy, like every single year you guys don't get it done. You can score a hundred goals in the regular season, but guess what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're going to play a very good team in the first round, and you're going to lose. So. Why are we giving up more? Who are you going to play with in in four or five years when all you guys are eating, all the guys who can't score on the power play are eating up every single dollar on this team? Like, that's why. That's why we can't go out and get somebody. And, like, I'm kind of at the point, if a team calls you up and says, hi, we'd like Max Domi for our playoff run and we'll give you something for him, here you go, take him. Like, I, I, I'm kind of at that point. It just is what it is. This, I, I this team needs, this team needs another 
two defensemen, one of which is a top four. It's impossible to get those guys. They need more depth pieces up front. They need to sit down. Shanny and Tree Living need to sit down this offseason, look Johnny in the face, and go, Johnny, listen. We need to talk about waving this no move or potentially retiring because 11 million for one more year of this, I'm sorry. It, it, it can't, it can't happen. It just can't. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know what, you know what team's not doing that many favors right now either is the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, the Oilers are on a heater. Yeah, the yeah. Oilers are going to break the record for most consecutive wins. Well, look, look what look what happened to them. Their top guys, they, they hit rock bottom. Their top guys are are playing a different brand of hockey. And I know Drysaddle is the same amount of points as as Matt as as Marner. And I know McDavid's still near the top of the league in points. But I mean, years previous, they were way far ahead. Like McDavid's at a hundred points at, like last year at this point. And here's here's what I'll say about the Oilers, though. Stuart Skinner has decided he was going to play like an elite NHL goaltender, and that's made a huge difference for them. But when you listen to every analyst talk about the way they're playing right now, all of them have the same thing to say. And I'm not staying up at 10 and watching Oilers games, so I'm just taking everyone's word on it. That they are just playing, their top guys are playing a different brand of hockey. They're not as concerned with getting their cookies. Yeah, which cookies are great. You need cookies to win in this league, no doubt. Look at look at David Pasternak. He's one of the best players. Look at the top three guys in the league who are just dominating in points. All guys who who score a shitload of points, but guess what? When when it's time to show up in a big moment, they they've all done it. All the top three goal scorers, all three of them. They they can lead the league in points, but when it really comes down to it, I know Nate McKinnon's gonna show up when he needs to. I know Kucherov's gonna be a pain in the ass well, when he you, needs to. So you need you need we know that this group, they don't have that. I, I Two episodes ago or whenever it was that they played the Avalanche, I said the thing that jumped out to me the most watching that game is that Nate McKinnon has a switch and a gear that these guys just don't have. Like they, He, he just has it inside of him. He doesn't need a coach to, put, to bring it out of him. What we're learning, or what, no, what, what we know, we've known this for a while, is... These Leaf players, they just don't have that. They 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 all want to play the same way, which is what I said earlier about, like, that's what jumps off your screen when you watch the power play. So you need, the, the only thing you can do is to bring a guy in here, like a Barube, whoever, a Quinville, I don't know, who's going to push these guys. That's, that's the only thing you can do and is going to hold them accountable. So if Mitch Marner, even if he's making his money, is playing on the periphery and playing soft, someone who's going to have the stones to sit him for lengths of a time or drop him down to the third, fourth line, what have you. And he Keith did that with the power play the other night, but he only did it because he's the dude is literally coaching for his life. If if he felt any sort of security and wasn't looking over his shoulder, the, he'd keep doing what he's always done, which is send those same guys out there. Load up a line with Nylander, Matthews, and Marner. Yeah. I'm just gonna get a T-shirt made for this pod that said this. This team's not it. Yeah, they're this just they're just not it. No. This group's not it. They're not it. Like they're just as simple as that. They're just not. They're just not a winning team. That that, and and this year is just like really frustrating. Like you usually like we go after their power. Like I'm going after their power play right now. If you look over the past couple of years, they've been in the top five in in the power play in the regular season. Even though they have been frustrating, but what also enters my brain is. They don't score on the power play in the playoffs. No. And and then I'm watching them and I, Willie gets his contract and I go on cap friendly. I'm looking at it. I'm like, what? Let, me, let me get this straight. 
there's there's this much money on the ice, fifty to fifty-five million dollars on the ice. I know contracts haven't kicked in for Austin and Willie, but I'm just kind of factoring that in. And, and we're one for twenty. Like that's just unacceptable. It's it's just unacceptable. And I figure it out. I always anytime you and I start talking like this, I always feel the need to say it because we're we're gonna get some comment whether it's on our social or on YouTube or whatever of the hero who's like. What are you talking about? Look at where they're at. They've won their last two and just relax. And, and it's like, I want to reiterate for the hundredth time this season, this Leaf team, when training camp opens every year, considers themselves Stanley Cup contenders. That's the bar that they are setting for themselves. We as the fan base are not setting that bar for them. They're the ones that will tell you that that is their goal. And every analyst who works for TSN, Sportsnet, any of the American networks will look at the, look into the camera and talk about a cup window. So to sit here and say that this team, as we get further along, is going to be touch and go to make the playoffs, and to sit here and say, oh, should they? The fact that we're having the buyers and sellers conversation tells you everything you need to know. It is what it is. You cannot watch the Florida Panthers night in and night out and tell me that this Leaf team is going to beat that team in a seven-game series. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. The only way that that happens is if Wall, Samsonov, Jones, whoever goes absolutely legend and steals a series. That's it. That's it. So if you're going to come at us and say, you guys are negative, you're so negative, they've won two in a row, They're, they, they fought back against Vancouver, whatever. Like, come on, guys. Like, big picture here. Big picture. But, but if you but if you look at our comments, 95% of them are, are the exact same us, camp yes. as and us. And anyone who's who's a, and, who's a Kool-Aid drinker doesn't watch the Talking Buds Leaf show. And, and all year, when, when I've criticized a top player, I always kind of try to find a way to just... Like I acknowledge that Austin Matthews is having one of the greatest goal scoring seasons of all time, but it's just it just goes so much deeper than that. And also, I think it's kind of dumb to to just put buyer or seller as a title. I know that's just the sexy way to look at it going into deadline. There, there is zero percent chance this team is a seller. What are they selling? No. I no, no, no I still think a playoff team. They aren't selling when people. Anything. So, so when people bring that up, they they reference back to the the cove the year Babcock got fired and when they had the COVID bubble series against Columbus and before everything shut down, they Dubis had decided that the team wasn't good enough and they were taking calls on Tyson Berry and we're going to consider moving guys out as opposed to what he did last year, which is go out and get a bunch of playoff tested guys and remake the whole team on the fly. So I think, I think if someone were to call them up and say, Hey, I'd love to pick up, I don't know, pick a guy. I, I, I don't think, I don't think there's a guy. I honestly don't. Well, not, Tyson Berry was, was a very specific situation because he came here and he was terrible and he's labeled as an offensive defenseman and he wasn't getting offensive opportunities. So like, what was the point of him being here? Because playing him on any, any other way in your lineup makes no sense. So I think he's kind of a specific case. I don't know if they really have a guy like that. What are the, what are you going to trade Max Domi? Like who, who's, who's replacing him? Like the, at the end of the day, they're still a playoff team. I, so I think the fact that, the word seller is being thrown around is just really unrealistic, but they're definitely not going to be buyers. I'll tell you that right now. I think Saturday night they play the Jets again. And I think if they, if they play competitively, 
or if they play if, if they don't get blown out, let's put it that way. Like if they don't get run out of the run out of the rink, then I think they go into the all-star break and I think Sheldon Keefe remains the head coach of this team. And I think that tells you everything you need to know about the mindset of Shanahan and Tree Living. And I think they're saying the team's not good enough. We believe that even changing the coach at this point isn't going to make much of a difference. So we're just going to ride it out for the rest of this year. If they were to change the coach, that would tell me that we think we can get more. Someone else can get more out of this current group. And the fact that they, they've seen what they've seen in terms of this team being inconsistent all year long, and they still haven't anyone who comes on the radio, who's, who's a, beat reporter for this team says they don't get the sense that a coaching change is something that's been discussed. That tells you that they're sitting up there going, we know we're not good enough and let's ride this out the rest of the way. Well, if they were smart, they'd be game planning for next season on how what what Houdini they could pull out of their hat to move off John Tavares, Tavares yeah. and and if they were really smart, they'd find a way to move off Nylander or Marner, which I know is such an old guy take and it's just so unrealistic, but like you're just watching it. It's like are we just like the only if, way if we go into next season because we know how this season's going to end. Okay, we know how it's going to end. So we we go into next season with the same guy. Like I, I don't know if I could do it. And hold I say on. that every year. Hold I on. say that every year. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So first, first things first. They're not moving off Neil. No, that's no, not happening. Of course, I know. It's, I it's think, unrealistic. I but. think the only way they would even consider potentially moving off Marners if they miss the playoffs, and even then, I don't think they're doing it. I think you look at this team. You went on a great rant last week about how paying John Tavares eleven million dollars is killing them, and I think they look at it and they go, "That's eleven million bucks off the cap if we can get." Rid-. He is a three million dollar oh, hockey yeah, player right now, getting paid eleven million dollars. Yeah, he you're looks, watching... and and we talked about vibes. You can sit here and you can debate how much. A letter on a jersey means to prof- millionaires in a dressing room. That guy's the captain of your team. And he is, he looks bewildered. Every time you see him out there, he's just. Yeah. He looks awful. And it, like you saw, did you see the clip last night of after the game of Sammy trying to give Matthews the belt and Matthews taking it and saying, I can't accept this and giving it back? Mm. Just put just put it on Matthews. Like just it's 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 time. I do think, like I said, you can debate how much a letter on a jersey matters, but I think at the end of the day, he's supposed to be their leader, and the guy's terrible, and he's he's lost. He's fallen off a cliff. He does nothing effective right now. Nothing. And he doesn't. And and, and in fairness, this is probably the first time in his career. Well, he's always been a little slow on his feet, and it's but kind of burned. He didn't. Start this year like that, like he started okay. Yeah, but this is the first, probably the first stretch in his entire hockey career where he's like really bad. Yes. Like he's he's got nothing to to hang his hat on because every single year we go point of game player, point of game player. He, he's not that anymore. No, and they, they're in a. This is where you gotta kind of look at their situation too and just accept the reality of it. Like they didn't. They oh, I, I've I've accepted it. They went into this season. They didn't know, like you knew Mark Giordano's 40, but he was pretty good for you last year. And you hoped that you could have him situated in his, in the preferred role for him, which is a five, six on your team. He's fallen off a clip. They they have Connor Timmies out there over him. And Connor Timmins is not an, an why, where's William Legison? Like why, why are we putting Connor Timmins out there? Anyway, I digress. 
You've got TJ Brody, who's also just lost out there. I feel bad for TJ Brody. He's had some personal stuff happen in his life off the ice, and that's definitely affected his play. But at the end of the day, the guy's getting paid five million bucks. He's not getting it done. I, I, I think I would lump TJ Brody in as not in the same category as John Tavares. No, but I'm saying these are guys that that they didn't account. I think with Tavares, you you knew everyone always says. Well, we knew the last years of this deal weren't going to be great. And I agree. But it almost feels like, like I said, October, November, he was he was okay. Like He was okay. And then once we started hitting around Christmas and now into January, he's like falling off a cliff is the way to put it. Yeah. It's just he can't do anything out there. Yeah. I mean, with, with their D situation, it was just obvious. It's just... It's not even their fault. It's just they're not good enough. Like they're just flat out not good enough. And if you're it, gonna if you're gonna criticize Nylander, uh, sorry, I was just I was just this just popped into my mind because you were going at Nylander later. You gotta cut him the fact like the guy like he's got like at least Matthews and Marner have each other. That's another thing too. Last week we got fucking Pontus up on the first yeah, line. Yeah, I know. I did. I know. It's, we now had, he's yeah. back down on the yeah, fourth yeah, line. It made no sense. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck, man? We knew that was never going to happen. Like, what I, do we? We like, see that a thousand times. It happens. It's one game, and then it's see you later. And now it's, he's got Nyes back there again, which yeah. is like you should have just left him there. It's I don't like. What are we doing? Like, I understand coaches tinker, and that's part of it, but. Last week, we're, we're going to roll with Pontus, and then it's like overnight. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to go back with Nyes, and I'm going to move Bertuzzi here, and I'm going to move. Like, we don't give Domi a sniff on the wing. Like, for a period, just put Do- Domi on the wing with Matthews and Marner. They were awful for two periods against the Winnipeg Jets. It can't get any worse. Just put them out there. I'm going to be interested to see what happens on Saturday because it jumped off that we're going to – they gave Nick Robertson some more ice time out of – necessity because Keefe is panicking and he played well. He actually did well with it. He played well against Seattle. How are you as a player? And and you wonder why Guy Boucher is showing the board to Nylander and he's just tuning them out. It's like, no wonder these guys are like, you, you like, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. I mean, you need, you need a, I think every Leaf fan just needs a sports psychologist to just, break down this whole situation. Like I don't, I don't, I don't blame William Nylander for going out and getting his bag. Cause when he was playing, when he was playing for 6.9 and he was looking at Mitch Marner, he's probably like, what, what, what the fuck is this? Like, I'm, I'm just as good as this guy. I don't blame him for getting his bag. I don't blame any of the guys for, for getting their bag, but it's just, you have to understand that when you do that, there are expectations that I just cannot adjust for you. I, I, I can't, I can't do it. You have to, you have to be the best players on the ice night in and night out. You have to show up every night. And when you don't, you're going to face criticism. I understand that. But I, the vibes, the vibes, it's the whole vibe. Like, like, can, like can, vibe. We, can we, can we, no, no, but can we have consistent lines? Can we have guys in defined roles? Can we elevate yeah, then, guys but, and give them a chance to succeed? Can we, can we acknowledge the fact that our blue line is fucking awful and actually come up with a breakout that's effective for the guys that we have back there? Instead of turning, how many times does Jake McCabe get the puck behind the net and he has no idea what to do with it? 
You say consistent lines, though, but then in two weeks, everyone's going to be like, why don't you just throw uh, Willie back with it? Like, everyone everyone wants the lines well, changed every two weeks. It's, so like it's, it's, but then, but don't listen. Come up with a system. Have some accountability. Like for the most part, Play it, has, hard. it has been consistent I lines all year. I don't care what you make. If you're playing on the periphery, you're going to sit. That's what a winning culture is. Yeah, it's just... I'm, these... Stop asking Connor Timmons to make a good first pass. He can't do it. Yeah, well, they have no other option. I, well, figure it out. Change it up. That's what I'm saying. The power play. The power play is awful. We're sitting here and we're going, look at these guys. Look, there's $55 million on the ice here. They can't do it. So change it up. Like they, last... they can't. They, I mean, they tried to last night, but then... And then, but, they but, then, but then people have to say, I don't know if it's the best time to be sitting their best players when it's 0-0 hockey game. It's like, no, no, these guys need to sit. Sit. So, so they changed it up in the sense that, yes, he put PP2 out there more than PP1. Yeah, because the, what, Fine. there is no PP2. But th- this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So let's change the personnel on PP1. John Tavares can't do anything right now. Throw Tyler Bertuzzi out there. Throw Matthew Nyes out there. Throw and say, Matthew Nyes is a big body. Go stand in front of the net. It's not... Like, this is what I mean. Like, let's change our ways here. Let's try something new. Let's try and set. But the problem is the ship has sailed. You can't. You've said it a million times before. If you've been with this guy for four years now, if he all of a sudden comes in and decides he's going to change the culture, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And I just look at, like, how the fuck? I'm really, I'm sorry. I, I well, Before we started this, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to go here today. I'm fucking going here, okay? Brendan Shanahan and Brad True Living are paid a ton of money to be experts in their field and put this team together. What the fuck did you guys think was going to happen bringing Sheldon Keefe back? Yeah, I, I, that's what I said. That's what I said in the offseason. What, what was the point of bringing in a new GM and not bringing in a like, new like, coach? Like what, what did you like, think this, this was going been, to happen? This could have been avoided in the offseason. Instead, instead of being good, like, I mean, if... Instead of having sympathy and and trying to come up with excuses to keep a guy around, you could have just been like, you know what, man, we think you're a good guy, but like you would like fresh coat of paint in the back of his mind. He would understand that. Yeah, this hasn't worked. Like I know he'd be upset, but like just if there's bringing a new GM, let's let's bring in a new coach. Like, let's let's that's what the when Dubis was on his way out or whenever we were thinking about him leaving, that was the whole premise of it was. We're going to bring a whole new thing in here. And it's not, it's still, Dubas is still lingering around this team. Like it's, nothing's changed. No. Like it's the same thing. Bringing this guy back never made any sense. And ever. you look at, you look at the way they've played since the word go this year. Inconsistent. Like how, how many times we're still having the start on time discussion. But this is, we're, this is, this is like six years. I know, but we're, like, we're still having the, like the, the power play. The entire time under Sheldon Keefe, it's been circling back. It's been slow motion. It's been this stupid little flick pass at the blue line that sometimes works, sometimes doesn't. It's been putting the big boys out there all the time. It's been not trusting younger players. It's just, it's so tired. And I just keep, I keep envisioning, I'm punching my microphone. I just keep envisioning the the Tree Living press conference if they do fire Keefe. Well, you know, I just thought uh, we didn't, I didn't like our game. I didn't like the way we were trending. What did you think was going to happen? 
I mean, this is this is it's not it's not like this this year's a new it's six years. What is the well, common four, four years of Sheldon Keith? I, no, they, yeah, okay, four years of Sheldon. What what are the common denominators in all in all in the four years? Brendan Shanahan, Sheldon Keith, Austin Matthews, William Nylander, Mitch Marner, John Tavares. It, it, it's it doesn't work. I'm over it. I'm over it. Why why do we have to re-sign Mitch Mar? Like, why do we have to do that? And looking because. back on it, why did we have to pay Nylander 11.5? Why did we have to do that? Because why why? Because, why? Because the the current president of this hockey team likes his job at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. And he likes that this team is a young team that traditionally has played well in the regular season and is a surefire thing to make the playoffs which is going to be touch and go this year unless they go on a heater down the stretch. So I think he it's they he is more scared to make a big he's more scared of taking steps backwards than he is of taking a risk and like he's scared to pull the trigger on moving a Marner or whatever and what that could like losing a trade for Mitch Marner which if you look at it yeah, but odds are you're going to lose a trade for Mitch Marner. Like, you're not going to... If you trade Mitch Marner, you're not going to get a player back that has the high-level ceiling caliber of Mitch Marner. But, but you're you acknowledging... $11 million in cap space. That, and you're acknowledging that that the vibe amongst the group isn't working. And I don't think it's negative for all you Kool-Aid drinkers... I don't think it's negative to sit here and acknowledge this. How can you sit here? This is a team that at this time last year was well into a playoff position, okay? You look at them now, and yes, the defense, the roster is not talented enough to get them there. So why are we going to sit here and look for silver linings? Listen, we said off the top, we started, the Sam Sonoff story is a great story. The redemption story is really great. You, you could say it's more entertaining this year. Last year, we were sitting here and we were basically saying, wake us up in April. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, whereas, I mean, they are entertaining. I'll give them that. Whereas but. this year, it's like it's a roller coaster ride and they're right in the thick of it and they're battling with the Lightning and the Red Wings and it's it's a whole thing. And are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to be third in the division? Are they going to be a wild card team? What have you? So it, it's, not, it's not the end of the world here, but I keep coming back to cup window. And if you believe that... With these core guys, they should be in a cup window. And if you if you go back and you're realistic about when this era started, this Brendan Shanahan era with these players, the expectation was we're going to be competing for cups year in and year out. And we're having a hard time this year playing 60 full minutes again. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, yeah. It's When, when things start to go bad, it's just... It's, like, it's just, just really just hard. The notion of, of them being afraid to take a step back. It's like, it, like I, I know you're a playoff team. I, I know not making the playoffs is, is like a disaster. Like you need that. Ex- even if it's the first round as a business, you need it for excitement. You need it to stay relevant revenue money. But like when you just watch the product, like there, there is, like there's such this, there's such a mind fuck this team. Like we're talking like they're dead last yeah, in the yeah. NHL. Like that's, but that's how it feels. Yeah. They're going to make the playoffs, but it's a guaranteed L. Like it's guaranteed. You know why I know it's guaranteed? Because it happens every year, the same way. And it's just, 
maybe you do need to what don't look at it as a step back. Look at it as, okay, if we move off one of these guys, we still have Austin Matthews. We still have whatever guy you decide to keep other than him. Like, those are, look at other top teams in the league. So, like, some guys don't have the name value that those two guys have. Look at look at the Jets. Like, the, the best, one of the best teams in the league. Kyle Connors making seven, seven million dollars. Like, it's just, it's not a step back. It's it's looking at the situation and being honest with yourself. And 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 the, the evidence is all there. It's not like it's speculation. It's if this was a court case, it'd be signed, sealed, and delivered. It doesn't work. And when things are going bad this season, it's so hard not to get pissed off about this because it's it's just it's just it it's crazy. It's crazy. It doesn't work. You're right. We're sitting here talking about how it, if if you were an alien and you turned yeah. on this, we, we, you'd we, go, we, this, we, this team hasn't won a game. Yeah, we're thinking, <laughs> we think they're the Ottawa Senators. Yeah. It's like this the Blue Jackets. Yeah. It's like this team hasn't won a game. Which, and it's, if they're not like that, but I mean, there's a reason why like leave nation gets ragged on so much. And there's a reason why people chirp us for paying guys so much money and, and being a joke because it's kind of true. Like, like here we are sitting here talking about the same thing over and I over because it doesn't work. We've I, seen it. Everyone's seen it. Just to sum this up, I think I think where what really fuels this and where this comes from is you and I are just two guys who are fans of the team who decided to talk about it because we have fun and it's like a hobby that we like to do. In no way am I an expert in the field. I've played hockey in my life, but I'm not. I don't work for, I'm not a scout. I'm not a professional. Why, why can I watch this and go, it doesn't work? Why can all these people who I follow along with on Twitter watch this and go, this isn't working? Why can I sit here in August or whenever it was, or July when they say we're bringing back Sheldon Keefe and go, that's a stupid decision. And we sit here again and we're over halfway through the season at the all-star break, basically. And it's, it's just apparent every night that that was a stupid decision. I think that's, what's so frustrating. It's okay. You know what? You took some swings in the off season this year. You brought some guys in. It, it hasn't, it's had a difficult time meshing. There's a lot of different reasons for that, but you know what? We're going to correct it and we're going to look to move off and change the vibe around the team and, and really reevaluate our structure. And we're going to look to make real changes next year. There's no guarantee that that's happening. No, you just signed William Nylander to a huge extension in the middle of the season. He's not going anywhere. They're going to do the same with Marner, and odds are they're going to ride out Tavares because what's he going to do? He's not going to wave his no move and get, move away from his family. No. And he's too proud of a guy to call it a career, so they're just stuck. And I think that is what what I think drives us nuts. It's It's just really like, why do we make it harder on ourselves by making stupid decisions? Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's, it's just been a long time of of I feel like every time I turn on any radio show in the city, anytime we come on here, anytime I listen to any Leaf reporter speak about the team or anybody analyze them, it's it all just comes back to the same thing. It's just the same. It's the same thing. Like I, it doesn't work. Like it's just it doesn't work. All right, we're going to get out of here. I want to hit on one thing quickly before we leave, and that's this Ryan Reeves situation about him coming out and saying, 
I'm good to go, but they won't play me. And then Bertuzzi leaves to go um, be with his wife who's having a baby, and they activate him. And it's clear they don't want to play him. And I, I really hope that just put him on waivers. Like, if somebody picks him up, great. If somebody doesn't, then he goes and plays with the Marlies. The guy can't play. Yeah, I, I, I'm... He can't. He can't I'll, play. I'll give all the all the nerds their due. That, that it was it was an awful awful decision to sign this guy to a contract. <laughs> like three year. And, deal. I, you know what? I don't feel in. And, and I, I honestly, I mean, it sucks that like your career is coming to an end and and you're you're an older guy. But at this point, like I have no sympathy for you getting sent down because it's just it's time. Yep. It's time. You can't play. You, it's just the the proof's there. You just can't. You, he's not the guy. You can't play. So. All right, I think that's uh, that's enough yelling for for one week. We'll, yeah, uh, was... uh, Ryan is going on a much needed vacation next week, so I will be back next week. Maybe I'll do it solo. Maybe I'll do it with a guest. Haven't quite decided yet, but we will have an episode next week during the All Star break. It's a pretty. Do you ever remember the All Star break being this long? No, like, they've got a long time. Like they play the they play the Jets on Saturday, and then they don't play again until the following Monday. Like they've got. Well over a week off. Yeah. Which is, which I also don't think is the worst thing. Let's everybody get away and just sort of reset and recharge the batteries a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Thanks so much for checking us out, everybody. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Tons of nice comments. We had tons of comments on the last episode of people being like, I really like this show. You guys do a great job. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. I say all the time, too, if you want to come on and call us pigeons, you can do that, too. Every little bit helps. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. We'll see you guys next time.